what do you get when you mix two opinionated, honest to a fault, abrasive, yet considerate, say what you want to say, funny women? Well, you get this podcast. We're bossy and we're best friends. So welcome to the Bossy Besties podcast. Yeah, I'm there. All right, cool. So I think our last episode was back around turkey time. And here we are um, practically on New Year's Eve. And uh, we haven't been around for a while because we haven't really been living for a while. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, we almost, I almost died. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and get like some flu-like symptoms with a uh, sinus cold and feeling like it might be moderate death and then you're like hey over here i have covid i'm gonna die yeah i got to i got to (laughs) trump your flu-like symptoms with the fucking rona um (laughs) so you had the low budget covid19 because those who say rona make it real low budget so (laughs) it is fucking low budget (laughs) so um How'd you get it? Were you just out shopping actually, a like, bunch? Actually, we like to call it the vid. We call it the vid here. I I do appreciate that because it's much more um, it's much more contagion. Yeah, you know it. If I feel like it feels more trendy too. <laughs> you can make a TikTok and say vid. Um, I got it. I, you know, Rich works in healthcare, and you know he works in direct support care, and. Um, after we actually all got it, we found out um, that a bunch of people at his work had it. So, <laughs> oh, so it was just one of those uh, things like you read on the news. Yeah. So, um, and it, it was crazy because like I knew, like he had just complained like a few, like maybe a week or two before that, like, um, because he's you know like a supervisor, so he goes around to all the houses, you know, like all the residential homes. He has to like check in, drop paperwork off, do this, do that, whatever, you know, he's in the office. And, um, he had to like, he was like, I, you know, like some staff were like snitching on each other and stuff for like, yo, when I get there for my shift, they're sitting there without their mask on. So it's like, they mask up whenever the, like, like this shift change, but they're there during their shift when they're there by themselves with just like the individuals um, without masks on. So, you know, it, it once it all came to light and it all kind of we like started thinking back and did it this that, and the other. And it was like, ah, yeah, I guess it was only a matter of time because none of these motherfuckers are being safe because it's like the kids are from our school from home, you know, 100 percent of the time. And I work from home. So it's like we didn't go anywhere. I usually do like grocery, like Walmart pickup, and so you know he's he's always like on the perpetual like I'm gonna get it from a uh, a gas pump. I mean, <laughs> you, you still sound sexy raspy right now. I yeah I I'm still so I am um, like a week out of my not not quite a week like maybe four days out of my designated fourteen day quarantine period from the time that I um first experienced symptoms and a week before like the whole week before that Rich was sick like week and a half because he got sick he like started like not feeling good like on a Thursday night and then I was like then he like he had this cough and then like over the weekend he's just like I don't don't feel good like I'm hot and then he like had the sweats and then then the chills I was like I'm like yo you've got the rona and he was like nah he's like it's just it's a cold and he's like my back hurts my back hurts really bad i think i have a kidney infection and i was like Hmm. (laughs) yeah you got a cough from a kidney infection like i'm pretty sure that's not how that works so he's like no it's fine i'm gonna be fine he had me like go get him cranberry juice and stuff (laughs) (laughs) and then like i'm making light of it like because we had had plans to go do things like we were gonna um go see family and then we were gonna do like christmas lights and um i was like oh he's got a man cold we can't do anything you know like breaking Mm -hmm. balls and then like he gets up monday morning to go to work and he's like and if you if anybody knows my husband like he's not one to use a sick day like he's got like months of sick time just accumulated because he does not take sick time 
And so when he like got up Monday morning, he was like, I can't, I'm calling in sick. I can't, I don't feel good. And I was like, yo, my guy, I've been telling you for like two days now, you need to go get tested. I was like, you're checking all these boxes. And uh, so he couldn't get in any. What are you laughing about? Just, I mean, you got to go get tested. I know, right? <laughs> meant if something this was different. 10 years ago, it would have been something totally different, right? Yeah. Yo, my guy, what did you bring home? You got to get tested. <laughs> but everything's like so bogged down. You can't get anywhere. You can't go like straight into the pharmacy. You can't go into MedExpress. They're like, we only have so many appointments and tests a day. And if you don't call like from the rip, like you're waiting on the line to get an appointment, you're not getting in. So we, we live in like a one horse town. So it's like the worst. Yeah, like, like, but I checked, like, I even checked, like, the Med Expresses and the CVSs and the Walgreens, like, in, like, a 30-mile radius all around us, and I couldn't get in anywhere, mm. get him in anywhere. So we had to call his PCP and had to get a referral to go to the hospital to get a test in, like, the parking lot. So that he was sick all that week, like, like, if you ask him, he said, like, there was a couple nights where he went to bed and didn't feel like he was going to get back up. Like, he was just, like, sleeping all the time and, like, the aches. And, like, he, you know, he was just, like, this awful, awful cough. And then, like, then by, like, so that was Monday he got tested. Friday, his results came back positive. And we're like, yeah, no shit. And, f- like, Friday morning, I get, like, this... <laughs> Like this tickle in the back of my throat. I'm like, son of a bitch. And then my kids, my kids get like the, like the basset hound cough. You know, like the kids. Like, oh, they have that, yeah. <gasps> like that croup cough, right? <laughs> I was like, God damn it. So they, at, at this point now on Friday, they're doing drive through testing at the airport in our town. So I, I got off work. I was like, all right. I grabbed two of the three kids because they were displaying symptoms like let's go get tested and i'm like we're just gonna assume that we've got it at this point right yeah and and our results did not come in for a whole week later which they all we all tested positive except for chloe chloe's the only one that never tests we didn't even get her tested so and she never displayed any symptoms so either chloe has the immune system of like i don't even know what like a superhero or she was just asymptomatic which is probably more likely. More likely that she was asymptomatic, yeah. Right. So she's um, just a superhero. Yeah. I mean, but, dude, it was no joke. Like, I had a he- like for the first, like, three days, I had a headache that I wanted to just, like, rip my head off my shoulders. Like, it was just, like, it It was just, just this pulsing. You had to just, like, consistently be taking, like, Motrin and ibuprofen and then, like, the chills and the sweat. Then, like, you kind of, then we had, like, I don't know if it was maybe a mixture of not eating as much or what, but like then you get like diarrhea and then. (laughs) Yeah, you wrote COVID poops. That's what I was. Yeah, yeah. So then I lost my taste and smell. Like maybe four to five days in, I lost my taste of, or my sense of taste and smell. And I, let me tell you something that I totally discovered do you know how much of my daily anxiety is attributed to the fact that I have a naturally heightened sense of smell? Oh, like, yeah. When I couldn't smell anything for like over a week, I there was so many less things that I stressed about. Like I'm always like <laughs> sniffing myself. I'm sniffing my it's armpits. It's because you I'm can't my hear. shirt. I'm sn- what's that? <laughs> it's because you can't hear. So well, yeah, you have no, like I, a heightened other senses and it's I, your smell. <laughs> I always make that joke. I'm like, I can't hear for shit. I was like, so I could smell like somebody fart. I can't see you. I can smell down. you. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, like I am constantly like a, like a puppy, like walking around, like what this smells, what does that smell? Where's this smell coming from? Like, I didn't realize how much anxiety I just have just like constantly looming like a Zoloff cloud over like things that I smell on a daily basis. Who's the best so out now? <laughs> <laughs> so it was glorious not to have that, but it also sucked to not be able to taste anything mm. like at all. Yeah. So, cause I have like a very unhealthy relationship with food. <laughs> <laughs> you mean very American relationship? With yeah. Food? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> 
But so this one day, okay, so I text you the COVID poop thing because I wanted to tell you this. So I saw this on Twitter once and somebody was like, somebody said something about, did you know that dudes just um, clean the toilet by peeing the poo off the side of the toilet? Ew. <laughs> And like, so I was like watching all the comments on it. It was like, yo, who's out here giving up all of our secrets? <laughs> so one oh night, God. like, we're just like, we're dying. Like, we're just like laid up. Like most of the time we were in the bedroom, but then like towards the end, we're like, we're so sick of laying in this bed. I feel, I was like, I feel like the grandparents of fucking <laughs> Willy yeah. Wonka. Like, Grandpa Joe. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm Grandpa Joe. So I'm like, we're on the couch and we're watching a movie or something. And I like, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to shit myself. (laughs) So I like run downstairs to the basement, right? And then like it goes down. And so I go to stand up and I was like, and I like see like, oh man, like I need, I'm going to have to clean this whole toilet after what just happened. Oh, oh, you're painting a picture after you painted that toilet. So right in that moment, Rich starts coming downstairs going, I got to pee. I got to pee so bad. I was like, no, you can't. Like, this is a whole crime scene down here. Like, I need you to go somewhere else. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. I'll clean it up. Watch. I got this. No, 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 no. 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 Ew. My husband and I are not this open. and I don't believe we ever will be crying like i was laughing so hard oh. <laughs> and it just like all happened like in succession like you saw this ridiculousness and then it happened to you dude like i'm telling no i had seen this a long time ago <coughs> oh okay so this is just something you had in the back of your head like yeah no this was already this was already a trade secret i was in on i just not anything you that didn't you know really- though you didn't yeah. know Oh my god! I mean, like, listen. I tell you, there is something you you really learn a lot about somebody being sick with them because there's mm-hmm. no like, and don't get me, like we've already we've been together for Jesus, I don't know, 13, 14 years. Thirteen years, yeah, yeah. On the other side of thirteen, going on fourteen. So, um, there's not much of anything that we don't know about each other. And but but like when you're sick and you're just like I can't control anything that my body is doing and I look like a bridge troll and I probably smell like one like I'm just there you know like it all shame and humility goes out the window at that point <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well it was tough though like the car co- like if I fir- I felt like um uh, I was like breathing like crushed glass at a certain point mm-hmm. like those remember the like days a new in college smoker? yes when we would party so hard and i like i would like smoke like i'm like I, did i pack, smoke a whole pack of newports last night like what is wrong like you just wake up with no that, like... but it was two packs of p-funks what's up <laughs> p-funks <laughs> <laughs> oh the party days but yeah it was terrible i mean i'm i obviously i feel like leaps and bounds better than i did COVID is no fucking joke though um I'm over I'm here just with happy to cough. have survived it. What's that? And I said I'm over here interrupting with my forever cough. Yeah, that's just who you are as a person. That's a lifetime. Like cough. COVID changed my life differently because now everybody thinks I'm a leper and I just cough. That's just who I am. Like <laughs> I just always have like a little bit of a cough, and I don't even like to admit that because I feel like I've remedied it for some time, but then it's just been a very tumultuous season with the allergies and then rolling into sinus infections, which then give me bronchitis. So it's just been like a double cycle of that during COVID. And so like, I never really shook like the dry cough (laughs) and everybody's just like, Oh, somebody's out of the house during their quarantine time. (laughs) They're treating you like, like, they're like, is nobody going to get her? Like, they're all, like, looking around, like, so, yo, who let this? This one needs to be <laughs> be locked up somewhere. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to get netted. It's like, contagion. I'll just get out of my car and then somebody throws a net over me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm so happy to hear that you're feeling better. Rich is back in action for his regular daily activities. So, you all, uh, for for the 
best way to put it. You beat it. You beat the, you beat it. You're in the 99% survival rate. Yeah, so far, so far we beat it. You know, well, we're well, just. We're, I am interested but, to see long term now. It sucks that you got it, and I am sorry that it had to be you. But I am glad that you're fine, and that we can actually discuss how you're feeling over time. Just like somebody you know that like actually keeps you updated. Yeah, well, that's what you know, because there's so many things that they're seeing, and it's not like consistent. You know, there's some people that have like really bad mental health issues long term after. Blood and clotting. Some people. Yeah, I've seen people with um, teeth issues. Oh, yeah. It's like when you're pregnant or whatever, like your yeah. body pulls to like keep you alive and survive. And so it pulls all the nutrients out of so much stuff. Like people, like your teeth will rot or turn yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very interesting. It'll, you know, just hope that we don't have any long term effects, but we'll never, I mean, we'll never know. We'll know when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we die today. And then I guess I found out fast. Um, <laughs> so no, it's morbid. like not funny, but it's like, how do you not try to treat it like it's a regular thing at this point? Because otherwise you're going to go crazy just being scared and negative all the time. Oh, I know. I tell you, like, I, and I'm sure now at this point, um, I'm probably obviously less likely to get it again. Um mm. But I would do a vaccine if it were available to me. I know that you're on the other side of that. You're not interested in it. I mean, go ahead. You want it, right? So who would I be to take that away? No. Well, bitch, I'll do what I want. I just mean like. <laughs> no, I'm just I saying like. this. I was opening this floor up for discussion. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to get it. I don't, well, I, I will get it, but I'm not going to get it right away. It's kind of like I don't I don't buy the first iPhone. I don't download the first, like, update. I like to just, you know, let's all work all the bugs out, and then I'll be <laughs> over there. So if it's, like, this one is it, and, like, there's never a new version, and there's it's just this is it, I'll be there. But I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to, I like to pretend or consider it a act of civil service where I'm willing to step aside and give it Don't to the act next like person you're doing that for somebody else. <laughs> I said I like to act and consider it as. Okay. So you're welcome. Maybe maybe it will come to Waynesburg. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was kind of on the fence also. Um, but then you got it you? and you know how horrible it is. So now you're like, hell no, yeah. I don't want that again. Yeah, I, I <clears throat> definitely, I, I definitely think that that persuaded my decision. Um, also, I, I took, I did some research. I, you know, I say I did some research. Like, I didn't like crack a real book or anything. But yeah, you, you, you heard or read some shit though. Yeah, I read some, you know, healthcare workers memes and things. <laughs> yeah, like you know, a couple articles and this, that, and the other. But I don't know. I mean, I, I think. I definitely think that that's something that I would do. I, I definitely think I, that I think they're going about it the right way. I think making sure that healthcare workers and. Well, how about this? Surprise plot twist. What if it's like, oh shit, it's faulty. Like it's got like a countdown timer before it like makes things bad for you. We just, we just took out our whole defense system of frontline workers. Real quick, <laughs> on the next South Park, uh. I saw. I watched that sh this show on uh, Amazon called Utopia, and that was like basically the whole point. I, the, spoiler alert! So cover your ears for about fifteen seconds if you give if you want to watch the show. But the whole premise of the thing is that they like fake a pandemic or uh, an epidemic to give everybody. A sterilization shot. They say it's a vaccine, but it's a sterilization shot oh, to geez. control the population. And I was like, I was like dying because I was like, that show could not have come out like at like a more ironic time. Yeah. <laughs> we already talked about that Songbird movie, right? Songbird? I don't know. I don't remember. You have it's to like a, my memory. It's like a pandemic movie. Um... It's like 2027 or 2070 or whatever. 
And mm-hmm. it's like there's a pandemic and they have like heat sensors for people. And if you're found to have like a fever, like they off you if you like leave your house or something. Oh. So it's just like, you know, like yeah. overlord government control with pandemic influence. I, you know what? I don't think I saw that one. I did see one that was. I only saw a similar. preview, but. I feel like I saw, I started to watch one with Rich and I never finished it where it was something about like, it only affected the women. Oh. And. They're always trying I, to take us out. <laughs> like first it's, first it's African American and then it's the women. Oh like that's, that's the movies right for you. That's the movies. It's probably an African American woman that dies first in that film. What's a? Oh my God! That's it. You're abs. That's a. Like I think we've talked about this before. Whenever we'd be watching Walking Dead, and I'd be like, "There's too many. You know, there's too many black people now. They're definitely gonna have to kill one off." And like, <laughs> it's like they go by like these old archaic rules. That's why like. Oh my god. Representation fucking matters. You gotta get fucking more black writers and producers and directors to stop letting all these fucking white people make everything so terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's so predictable. You sound like a Jim Carrey. (laughs) So predictable. So, did I hear you say that your kids are 100% home now? Because last we talked on here, they were doing, like, the mixed, the hybrid. Oh, my gosh. Is that how long it's been since we've talked I feel like that's true, yeah. Yeah, no, they are 100% virtual, um, and they will be until at least January 19th, uh, which is, like, the start of the... Or the end of the nine weeks. I don't know. I think that must be the Monday. So it'd be the start of the new one. Um, yeah, they've been for probably the last month, I feel like. It, probably since Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like right before Thanksgiving or the week of Thanksgiving, that they were like, yeah, don't come back. Because <laughs> we had like all kinds of spikes. I mean, we're, I, we're seeing, we're seeing like, crazy cases it's um, it's insane though deaths. because you guys had nothing the first nothing. like go round. you guys were like in your little bubble like with 20 like 23 cases like the whole first like seven months yeah like <laughs> i was gonna say six like i it was like nothing it was nothing and now like we literally like there are people that we know that are no longer with us because of it it's awful yeah <clears throat> um yeah, yeah my, so they, my kids have been homeschooling, and oh my god, I just. Um, so want my everybody. next question is, how is this going for you? Because you're still working full time, and your job is from home as well. So everybody is pretty much remote, living what should be outside of the home lives. Yeah, like, and we talked. I I definitely remember talking about this one of the last times that we talked, and I was like, um, I'm gonna go insane. Like, I was not in a good place with it. Um, we're you know, as of right now, you know, they're on like Christmas break or whatever, you know, this is that, that week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm like, thank God for it. Right. Cause then I don't have to get any up anybody like, or anybody up early. I don't have to be over anybody's shoulder or scream at somebody about not turning assignments in or getting 50 emails from teachers. Um, but we kind of, Towards the end, which, which you know, that it's always how it works. You get into a groove right before you got to be done. Yeah. Um, but we kind of got into a better groove of I got Cole back on track. And, like, I, you just can't trust him for shit. He's a little liar. Like, <laughs> he's, he's just a he has, teenager now or about to be a teenager. Oh, my. They all are. Like, nobody got like we had to wake them up at one o'clock to eat today. Like PM. We had to wake them up for the day. I mean, I wish, I mean, if my kids slept that long, there would be, like, a medical concern. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I don't wish she would sleep that long, but, like, I wish I would be left alone by her till 1 p.m. ever. Well, well, they, I know. Well, listen, I'm not, and I'm not complaining either, because that's one, like, it's, like, the less hours I have to, like, fight and hit each other, and, oh, yeah, for sure, 
for sure. But they're like that age now where it's like I like the other night because Rich was working like overnight and it was New Year or Christmas Eve, maybe or maybe Christmas night. I think it was Christmas night. And I'm like falling asleep on the couch, like just like head rolling. And I'd like wake up and I'm like, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> then I fall asleep again. Then I wake up and be like, I said it's bedtime. <laughs> like I don't, I don't have any idea what time my kids went to bed. I just kept telling them to go to bed, and I think they were up till God only knows what time, like playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stay up long enough to police them anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, ah, I told you I'm going to go back to sleep. I guess it doesn't matter what you're doing. Just don't burn that place down. Yeah. Eventually, like, like when we were going to school, like when they were going to school, I'd be like, okay, when I go to bed, you're going to bed. So I'm like, TV's off. No electronics. Like I usually do no electronics like an hour before I want them to like go to bed. And then I'm like, all right, no electronics in bed lights out, which means they can watch TV or whatever. And then I'm like, all right, shut it down. It's bedtime. So, but now it's like it's that week that nothing matters. So I'm like, I don't, I don't really care what you do. I don't, stay up till 1:30 playing Fortnite. I couldn't care less. Like, <laughs> this world sucks right now. Do live your best life. It was always the best when your parents said like, whatever, I don't care. Just yeah, just don't wake <laughs> me up. Don't wake me yeah. off or up or piss me off. It's pretty much like <laughs> the '90s yeah. kids version of that. And yeah. The funniest thing that my sister and I remember from, like, staying up or late is we got to see the garbage men come. And oh. it was a summer night, and it was, like, hot, so the windows were all open. And my sister yells out the window, You're garbage, man! You're garbage! <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, so funny, because it was, like, not mean it was a statement <laughs> and you're absolutely delirious so everything is 10 times funnier and we're probably you know like 11 and 12 or something you know like right and we're just like geeking out and we still think it's funny because it's like one of those like memorable stories that you feel the feelings of every time <laughs> You're garbage, man. You're garbage, man. <laughs> I've seen a few garbage men come, and usually it's because I'm still up from the night before, and that never leads to good things, so. No. <laughs> in my uh, time, in my day. Back in the 70s. <laughs> I know. I like to talk about things like I'm 107 years old. And that you lived in, like, these, like, peak weird times <laughs> i'm just gonna start telling bullshit stories that like don't like, add up like i'm a time traveler obviously it's just gonna be like big fish <laughs> exactly exactly i lived that life for a while but then i would be honest at the end and like oh my god that's so crazy and i'm like i made it up hey didn't we want to watch that movie one time and james got mad at us and like he mm -hmm. told us he was gonna lend it to us and then he hid it from us or something yeah I think it was with that and the Royal Tenenbaums or something. Oh, my. I never did watch Royal Tenenbaums from beginning to end. I've seen it, like, in chunks and pieces, and I've but I've never continued. I've never watched it from start to finish. I watched it with my husband when I confessed to him the same statement that you just made. And then he was like, we're just going to watch it right now. <laughs> well, it was, like, when we were dating, I think. But, but I mean, it was it was fine. I'm not, like, a cult classic or anything, but it was good. Yeah, I think you. I, there's a lot of things like um, you have to be in like a certain mood for that. That it's not that they're bad. You just have to be in a certain place. Where I'm like, and I think a lot of things that like Bill Murray does, like um, Life Aquatic, and um, mm. you know what I mean. That yeah. like kind of like that genre of film, that like indie, like it, they're great movies, but they're just not something you can pop in like whenever. Right, like. Well, and it, it doesn't even have to be that genre. It's anything. For, like, if you're not in a good mood for it, it sucks. Like, you know that um, animation Sausage Party? Yes. The first time I saw it, I was, like, in such a shitty mood. I was just, like, not having a great day. It was late. I was tired. I didn't want to be there. And I was like, this movie is awful. And then I watched it with a friend, actually, my husband now. 
and I watched it with him when we were like just BS and having some drinks, enjoying some time. And it was like, wow, this is so stupid funny. Yeah. Not, this is yeah, so stupid. Oh, yeah, I hate it. Sure. And I was like, that's crazy that like my mood affected whether or not or not I like that movie at all. Yeah. Well, that's how it was when we watched Balls of Fury. Do you remember that? <laughs> Horrible movie. Also kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. We we were like so pissed. Like we went to the theater and saw that. I remember like, I think we both fell asleep. We were like, this is dumb. Not interested in this. Mm-hmm. And then I think I watched it like years and years later. And I was like, this has some good moments in it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like, why was I so mean to this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Um, also you've been laid up and I was laid up, um, both of us feeling awful. So I've watched some feature films lately and what have you been watching? Um, we watched that black bottom on Netflix. Ma Rainey's black bottom. It was very good. Oh my God. Like, and you know what the crazy part about that movie was, is that, you know what? Viola Davis did a phenomenal job she Mm -hmm. always does a phenomenal job in everything she does but there was no way she was going to hold a candle to chadwick boseman and those monologues no um it was that was just the end just took my breath away oh like i was mouth open like couldn't breathe like i can't believe this is the um like i remember clutching my invisible pearls and then not breathing for like a whole minute like i I, they say a performance of a lifetime but that truly was like you know he's had such a phenomenal career he's played so many like historical wonderful characters and he does not age No, he does not. He does not. And it's like he left it all on the screen with this movie, I feel like, you know, and mm-hmm. I I know I was I was so in my feelings when we found out that he passed away. We were in Erie together actually yes. when he passed away. And I I was so excited to hear that he had one more movie coming out and oh my gosh, it was it was well worth it. You could definitely tell and I didn't know ahead of time um cuz I didn't do much research into it, but once I like five minutes into it i was i said was this a play yeah and and rich was like he like googled it real quick he was like oh yeah it was and then i then i did more research i found out you know i i know the the writer of the play because he did fences and so many other things and he's like a pittsburgh writer and all these things and i but like you just knew instantly like this was this was a stage performance Mm -hmm. first oh and then just watch all of the informative interviews after it was like we just never got up we just watched all of it mm-hmm. um oh, so obviously we both are recommending this movie and it can be found on the netflix yeah um, ma rainey's black bottom the next thing that i've watched recently that i recommend is honey boy Oh, I haven't want. I wanted to watch it. I have not seen it though. Okay, so this is um, able to be found if you are a Prime member. It is a Prime original, I do believe, and it's available on there. But this is Shia LaBeouf is the dad, and he plays an amazing character of this just like wayward father who is like super controlling to his son his son works like in films doing different stuff um like some acting some stunting whatever and we're watching this and i'm not going to say much more about it but you can find this out if you just look up like what's the movie about shia labeouf wrote it i was just gonna say from my understanding it's like loosely based on his life yeah so he wrote it when he was in rehab and it is based on his childhood and his relationship with his father yeah, did you see he's been in the news lately? No. Oh yeah, like a whole thing. So <laughs> do you know? <laughs> let me let me spill the tea. So, um, do you know who FKA Twigs is? I actually just learned that. So she she's is... in the movie. Oh, is she in that movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, she so she's an actress, a singer, um you know model i i believe she does 
you know, she's this all well-rounded, I believe she's from maybe England or something, um, artist, and they actually dated. Now, back in the day, she used to date uh, Edward Patton- Patterson. Yes. Patterson? Um, Twinkly Pattinson. boy. <laughs> Sparkle boy <laughs> from Twilight. You know I'm talking about, the vampire. He's going to be the new Batman, yeah. Edward, Team Edward. So he was the... Um, he was the he was her original boyfriend back in the day. And obviously not original. I'm sure she had several before him. I don't know her life <laughs> like that. But <laughs> so she just recently came out, and I didn't realize that she dated Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Um, but she released a. Um, she was suing him, like not for like a ton of money or anything. It was like basically like when Taylor Swift sued that person for like a dollar. It was over like something. Like, uh, I don't remember what it was, it was like but it was basically just, yeah, just to prove a point. So she is suing him for, um, like basically like assaulting her, um, uh, during their relationship. Like <clears throat> he would count the number of kisses she would give him in a day and then like physically berate or like verbally berate her for not loving him enough. Um, he would like hold her down he, you know, and, you know, kiss on her, like, you know, come on to her. Like, you know, he was, like, physically aggressive with her. Um, one time she said they were in the car and he, like, took his seatbelt off and started driving really fast and reckless and, like, not looking at the road and, like, forcing her to confess her love to him. And he wasn't going to stop until he felt like she really meant it. Oh. Like, yeah, like, some crazy oh. shit. Like, all kinds of stuff. And... Basically, she was like, you know, and I think he came out with the like, well, nobody will ever believe you if you say this stuff about me. And so she didn't say anything. And then I guess I don't know what happened, but she just had enough. So she came up with this this lawsuit just and she said she just wanted people to know, you know, she wanted other women to be aware because nobody warned her and other people had to have known um, so that was just basically like her being able to free herself of that and warn other women. And then other women like Sia, the singer came forward and said that he was like that with her too. Oh. And something like she was married and, um, I, I don't, there was some, some situation. I don't know all the details, but like. She said, like, he forced her into an adulterous relationship or something. Like, I don't know if he, like, promised her something. I don't know what it was. But she came out and, like, confirmed a lot of details. And so, yeah, he's in some – he's in some hot – he's like, well, you know, I don't – not not all of it's true. But the stuff that is true, I should be allowed to publicly apologize for or something. And I'm like, get out of here. Like, he's – but I from what I understand, though, like, the movie – kind of shows that like he didn't have a lot of chances like he kind of came like from like a fucked up family so they kind of mm-hmm. screwed him up to, all together from the beginning ron and i looked at each other after i discovered <laughs> i was like i think this might be about him and then i looked it up and it was and we both looked at each other and like that explains so much <laughs> so you have to check it out because it was good Honey Boy on yeah. Amazon Prime. Correct. Yep. What else? You watch anything else good? I was trying to think. I've I actually watched more British Baking Show and the American Baking Show, which is just mm. the British Baking Show with American contestants, hosted by Baby Spice. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. A- Emma? <laughs> I make is that her up. name Emma? Girl... I think you're right. <laughs> um, and she wears like platform watch... shoes still and everything. Oh, she, as she should. She's a goddamn icon. She's like 65. 65. <laughs> you can't say stuff like that because then that makes us like right around the corner. That makes us 40. <laughs> Which we goddamn almost are. I know. Emma Bunton is her name. Emma. I knew it was Emma. I couldn't remember. Emma B. Um, Queen's Gambit. Did you watch Queen's Gambit? Oh, girl. On Netflix? Been done, yes. 
Did so you? good, right? Oh yes, we did. We like we watched it all in like one Sunday. Like we binged the whole thing. Like Rich is like, "How do you got me?" Like once we were like four or five episodes in, he's like, "We've done spent this whole Sunday watching some show about chess, and it's really <laughs> good. I can't even believe you got me watching this all day." And like we stayed up till like way late. Like we were up till like one one thirty on like a Sunday night, like knowing we had to do stuff on Monday morning to finish uh, it because we're like we're so close we're so close yeah um that's awesome everyone should watch that we both recommend queen's gambit on netflix um to go with <laughs> that i was like i don't even know how to play chess really but i was like i'm a checkers person <laughs> <laughs> um but <laughs> speaking of checkers i got a package from amazon today and it had like no write like nothing it like written in it no like gift receipt it just had my name on it and so we opened it and it was a big checkers set like with a mat oh yeah and i was like what who sent me this and there was no way to figure it out and ron was like obviously somebody who knows that you like big games (laughs) (laughs) so we sit down and we're like eating some dinner before i'm gonna give viv a bath and like get ready to do this podcast and we get a text from his mom, and she's like, don't open the package that comes today until your birthday. And, <laughs> and we're like, well, at least we know who it's from now. <laughs> I'm, like, super excited about it. <clears throat> Too late. I've always wanted to play, like, you ever been someplace, like the beach or... Um... Cracker Barrel. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. No, where they <laughs> Cracker Barrel. That's where they got all the checkers. <laughs> The no salt and pepper food. Mm-hmm. Um, a beige food for everyone. <laughs> I fucking die every time I, like, if I, like, compliment somebody on something, and they'll be like, thanks, I got into the gift shop at Cracker Barrel. I was like, I, I'll murder you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Waynesburg for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's obviously something nice. I've complimented you on it, but, like, murder. Like, you shop, like... We don't go to malls anymore. We just go to the gift shop at Cracker Barrel. Like, that's the most <laughs> middle America country hillbilly shit I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> we shop at Tractor Supply and Cracker Barrel gift shop. <laughs> the best. I legitimately know people who say they get their amoxicillin at Tractor Supply because animal amoxicillin is the same thing as people amoxicillin and it's a whole lot cheaper, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, fish antibiotics. You just go and you ask for antibiotics. You tell them your fish is sick. And then you now have antibiotics you can take. It's the same thing. Now you got a cure for that itch. I know people have been. I know. Like, I need an antibiotic. Um, (laughs) You're too embarrassed to go back to the doctors. You're on a list. (laughs) Balls red as apples. This got weird. Oh, this all started with your goddamn checkers board. I was going to say that have you? I've always wanted to play chess on those big things where, like, the pieces are, like, they're, like, waist high. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. I always thought that would be cool, but I also don't know all the – I've been taught <sighs> – two or three times how to play chess but i was younger and like never cared to retain the knowledge we'll look for a ver- or an app that's free that we can just play each other that tells oh, us the moves that's a good we'll, idea we'll get good at it and then we'll challenge people then we'll bobby fisher the shit out of people <laughs> i don't know where these parks are where people are just hanging out playing chess but we're gonna go to one <laughs> If our listeners can't tell, we have not spoken to each other in many, many weeks. I know. You've been working, and I haven't wanted to bother you because I know that life of just, like, working a million hours, and then you just want to, like, die and collapse into the couch when you get home. And well, and I didn't you've want you to have to talk. One. Yeah. While you're having COVID. Yeah. So. Yeah, sick and holidays and What are your uh, 2021 hopes like do you have resolutions or do you just have like hopes for the new year Mm, i don't nor i don't really do resolutions it's not really my thing i can't wait to start like working out again like 
I know we discussed that like before I got sick and saying like, you know, that's something that helps with my mental health. And I haven't like COVID really shut that down for me. Not, but not like having COVID, just COVID in general, because I got like into this like depressy space of being in the house and I wasn't. So I'm, and then I got sick and Kimmy was really motivating me because she's really like kicking ass at like working out like a lot. And I've been like so impressed with her. And so she's really like making me like get motivated to like uh, get moving again. And so once I can like breathe freely, I'll be excited to get back at doing that. You just got to shower regularly. Okay. She's a puppy. I, she's an animal. (laughs) It was just really funny that you called her out because Kimmy did a Beyonce run, but then went to sleep right afterwards. Yeah, the then... next day she was like, "Oh, I haven't showered, so I got to shower before I go." And I was like, "And I was like, um, you like s- literally sent us like a picture or a video of you like a sweaty, disgusting mess, and you got in your bed like that last night. <laughs> like you dried with that filth on you, went to bed. <laughs> the got grime." Up. Yeah. Oh, the grime. Like, yeah, you're like that ring around the bathtub, you grub. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm only saying that. I I don't even know why I'm saying that. Like, I'm I do not shower every day. Like, I'm a total dirt ball too. (laughs) Like attracts like, you know. (laughs) But I do. I definitely don't do that. I can't. I can't work out and like that. Not be like what's in my immediate future is showering because i'm a sweater i was like, like you some leak. people don't really sweat like that i am a sweater well you're looking to sweat it up in 2021 so that's yeah good. i do want to i want to get some organization to like so you want clear... to do the home edit yeah i mean to us i just you know i i need i feel like i need to get rid of some shit man i feel like i need to and i think that's like i think this whole pandemic has made me feel like that too. I need to like lighten the load, like lessen the load, Hold, yep. quit holding on to shit physically, I guess, and emotionally too, that you don't need to hold on to anymore. Just, just mm-hmm. purge. I feel like I need to purge in the new year. All right. I so mean, she's you... going to work out and throw up everyone. <laughs> 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 she's going to be fit in no time. <laughs> I think really, if I, if I think about it on a grand scale, the two things that I picked to, to be my, to be my wishes really are about a healthy mind. So I guess if you really have to boil it down to one thing, it's, it's, I want, you know, I want to get back into a healthy mindset for 2021. I want to win the lottery in 2021. Boom, said it. <laughs> Speak that shit. <laughs> it's in the world now. I hope it happens. Put it lottery. Out, <laughs> I have to start playing the lottery, though, because you have to have numbers to win, I guess, like <clears throat> written down on a paper. You got anything you want to, <clears throat> you really want to focus on or any hopes for the new year? I hope it's way cooler than 2020. <laughs> that's like a low bar to sex. I, I think that's a sucks. very low bar and totally appropriate. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not reaching for the sky. I'm just trying to just be able to walk around a little bit. Yeah, I feel you. Um, it'd be cool to be able to walk around in public places again. That's my hopes that we are able to go back to some sort of socialization regularity. That's I that's my hopes in 2021. Friends. I want to hug you. Yeah. I want to have a Friendsgiving. I want to drive all the way to West Virginia. I want to eat spice meats in a hot tub while you touch my butt. Oh, my God. (laughs) I definitely want to have a slumber party, butt-touching, hot-tubbing, bar night at Leanne's house more than anything in this world. (laughs) But I really want to come, but I can't because she hasn't gotten that bowling machine yet or ski ball one or the other i have to have <laughs> she's so. got everything she's got ping pong she has shuffleboard, shuffleboard. <laughs> there's not even a basketball hoop thing or anything like that <laughs> so lame <laughs> leanne your house is so lame <laughs> i love to do shit like that like my mom on christmas years ago she made like all this food like she made like three different meats like i think there was like a prime rib a turkey and a ham and all this other stuff and i looked at her and i said 
There's not even lasagna or anything. <laughs> I thought she was going to put me through a wall. Like, she was like, there's no lasagna or anything. Like, there's nothing here. It's like literally the whole L shape of all of her counter space and the stove covered in food. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, no lasagna or anything. Ugh, this place sucks. Yeah, so I just did that, but in a different way. <laughs> oh, I missed you. I miss our little chats. I'm so excited we get to do this again. I will uh, be back when I'm 36. Oh my gosh, somebody's got birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. So exciting. We're going to party like it's your birthday. Um, I keep forgetting that I'm not actually 36 because I've been saying for like six to eight months that I'm 36. Like I just, well, I guess, rounded up. When I turned 27, I started telling everybody I was 30. It gave me a yeah. three-year jump on getting okay with it. Because it didn't feel bad when it wasn't true. Yeah. <laughs> so then when like it became true, I was like, well, I've already been saying this shit, so all right. But 40 is like different. Like I'm not going to, I will not be doing that this, this round. <laughs> See, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna I, stick I don't with 36. know. I feel like once I hit 36, which is, you know, not long after you. Um, One month and three days. Yeah, I feel like I'm now officially close. I mean, I'm closer to 40 than 30 then, you know? Well, you don't feel like that. That's how math works. That's how those numbers work. <laughs> I just true. spit all over the place. <laughs> Boom. Like I think snot just flew out of my nose. I haven't gotten my good jokes in in a long time. It's on you this day. Oh my god, good thing this this is like COVID corner over here. I'm just blowing these germs everywhere. Watch out for the wet spots. <laughs> uh, well, I hope that we can all Zoom for some of the New Year's Eve festivities together. Yes, I, I would love that. I would love that. And we... I'm going to get dressed up. I think everybody should do that. 2021, let's say suck it 2020. Put on your sequins mini skirt. Put on your fancy 20s flapper gown that you bought for that one costume party. Put on your fur coat that you bought at the Goodwill. Put on your I new feel- favorite robe. Put on your new favorite. I'm, I'm saying, like, celebrate it. Like, like I, I feel like if I get dressed up and do my hair and makeup, then it's going to make me feel like... Like, I'm telling this world to suck it. Telling 2020 to, like, I'm going into this new one with the best of intentions and the greatest mood, and we haven't been able to go out in months. Go out at your own house, you know? Stock up. Yeah. It's time. It's time to let loose. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to say Happy New Year. Goodbye, 2020. We don't want to know you, but we'll remember the good times. It's like a bad relationship. <laughs> You're like, oh, 2020. No, 2020. All right, we'll see everybody in 2021. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, tell other people to listen to because we're going to try to make it regular again. But if you're not listening, we're taking time off because we're busy too. We're coming in hot. <laughs>